0: And you're listening to a WNBA State of Mind, the sports podcast for women about things that matter to us and more. So come join us on your podcast platform. Yes, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the 21st episode of a WNBA State of Mind. And once again, I'm with my peoples from the Sky Show, Shy, to discuss What's basketball. Up? We're both excited. We love other sports over here, but we are going to get into basketball today. It is my pleasure to have you kick off the 2022 season and the excitement that surrounds the league, from trades to rumors to hairdos to buckets, we've Got the stories over here, WNBA State of Mind, in collaboration with the the Sky Show Shy. Today, we have an all-star cast of ballers, which makes for a great show. Brian, introduce yourself, my friend. You are a social media guru over there. (laughs) Elaborate on your presence over there. Hey,
1: everybody. uh, This is Brian, the Sky Show Shy. Um, Just a a Twitter presence out there for the Chicago Sky. Trying to build the, the fandom there. Uh, but also just for WMA Twitter in, in general, I mean, there's a lot always going on. There's so many media people, the, the, the fans are growing, the people that want to talk about our group is growing. I'm just trying to hear, just helping out the Chicago Sky team, like fan base and Skytown, but also just growing it for everybody that wants to learn anything WMA Twitter, any different parts, the hairdos, <laughs> the buckets, anything, anything from that, the whole range of it, the caps, cap space, the salaries, the, the trades, the rumors, it's it's all great stuff. So just here to help anybody out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because I, you know, uh, I'll just circle around a lot of times. I don't make a lot mm-hmm. of comments. I don't have a lot of tweets. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you crack me up because, you know, you're such a big fan. And, you know, I, I try to tell people, yes, I, I, I am a baller. I'm a former WNBA player, but I am a bigger fan of the game than I ever was a basketball player. And so mm-hmm. sit back and, and see. Right people that are, you know, their presence on Twitter and, uh, you know, just to laugh at some of the statements. There's a lot of things that are going on right now. Um, You know, in her story um, this year was the best year for women's basketball in general um, in regards to the attendance in the NCAA and the WNBA. Um, And some numbers would be that the WNBA Uh, averaged 403,000 views, viewers, up 20% over 2021, okay? So uh, the presence is out there, it's big now. And, uh, you know, elaborate on your experience in Chicago this year.
1: No, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, with with the NCAA, it was in like Minnesota, so it was pretty close by, Uh, but you could see just the fan, fan bases going up there um, I mean, of course, South Carolina, UConn, their fan bases are strong. They they travel well, um, so that I mean, it's just it's growing definitely on the uh, NCAA space. Uh, for Chicago, I mean, I actually was just recently reviewing some videos of my own, just like looking at the crowd at different points of time in, in, the, in that season. I looked at the the game, oh, like at the end, of like the last regular season game, like panned the whole crowd, and yeah, there's this empty seats. There's I mean the sky was like going through a lot of issues they weren't the sky of the playoffs that we know now but um yeah the crowd wasn't exactly like what you'd hope from like a WNBA crowd from a team that has candace parker Vandersuit, and all the, the talent that they had that uh it was kind of just like the, with the wins and the losses the hype wasn't like right quite there yet um but then i had the video the same video same like angle of the like, during the the last season the, the last game of the postseason. The, the, the game four against the Phoenix Mercury, pan the crowd, every seat filled, every person out there cheering, like super motivated, super into the game. And it's 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 crazy because, yeah, that's like the growth you see right there. But um, you definitely want to see that growth from the finals the whole time, the whole like from game one. You want like these fans to get dedicated, motivated from the start. And I mean, winning a championship in, in Chicago is definitely a way to just spark that up, to boost that up. Um, it, it's, it it's a, it's, this is like a good time for the, I mean, just for personally for Chicago's guys, this is a good time to kind of start growing those seeds, start growing the, that fan base, those people that keep coming in regular season games, any kind of time they want to go out and like enjoy really good, really great, really fun basketball. Um, so yeah, I mean, you see the really good fan bases out there, the Seattle, the Minnesota, the Phoenix, like the really dedicated ones and all those, I mean, there's, the collecting amongst all them is the championships and then the the fan bases that kind of just really grew attached to that those teams so hoping chicago can get there uh in this in these futures
0: oh yeah absolutely i i i believe it 100 undoubtedly that chicago they have the fan base it's already been there it was there you know when they had the wbl wbl it was mm. there when they had the abl um those fans are still there so you know if sure. they continue to feed the baby it's going to be fine and that's all the more reason why preseason season needs to be on tv let's mm. talk about oh boy let's discuss <laughs> the draft and we're going to we're going to circle back to the tv of course you know i'm always talking about that mm-hmm. i was on tv with my face on it anyway let's discuss the draft and which teams you feel got the best of it
1: and then I'll go okay i think to i think to start for me to start i, I want to say like washington mystics i think they did they had the number one pick yeah <laughs> it's, it's, i i think that like i i kind of like exact kind of what they did there um they had number one pick they traded out of it um but i think they got the, the player that they wanted shakir austin still i think like the game plan, like that fits, that has a talent that fits what they're kind of trying to do for this season, for future seasons. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I watched a, a few different videos with her. She was able to get a lot of spotlight um, from different like media teams. That, and she seems like a strong personality that that really kind of wants to win and do really well. Um, and I'm going to, this is kind of you, not even WWE draft, but I'm going to sneak in a rookie that's going to be a rookie, but has played overseas for a long time and that's that's really Mashida. um she's gonna she's a rookie in, in like the sense this is for her first wma season she's a, is a point guard we, i think we all if we watch like the olympics she played with japan and um and they played i mean just really out of, out of their minds really well she's the strongest sister um and i, I think kind of the that doesn't really count as like the wma because it's like outside of it but I think those rookies together are, is something that will help Washington uh, as they navigate even like health issues and trying to build back their health. Uh, but that's what, where my start is. I, I'd love to hear yours too.
0: Oh my goodness. I got a couple of takes, but I'm gonna have to circle back.
1: Appreciate <laughs> sure. sure. the,
0: the whole mystic thing, because I'm glad that you gave me that perspective because I was trying uh-huh. to figure out what the heck that they were trying to do when they got For sure. Howard. Uh-huh. You know, and I love to see the teams that actually pick up the kids that I do my virtual when I do my virtual scout and I throw up throw up a scout of those players up there. You know, kind of wonder if people are watching, and then you see them pick those kids up. I'm like, yeah, those kids are gonna be a, a, a real good. So I, I'm glad that you you know you agree with my opinion. But first of all, my draft thoughts: Dallas got a great pick. Okay, a girl right out of your area, Verona mm-hmm. Boston, out of Northwestern. I think they got a great pick with her. All right, that was absolutely fantastic. Atlanta, okay, got the rookie of the year in Howard. <laughs> okay, gonna be I have to be an active guy for her not to be. Um, and they got her to go with another rookie sensation, Nas Hillman. Okay, so they stole her. In addition to. Vets, Cheyenne Parker, Billings, yeah. Dupree, and offseason catch, Erica Eweezy Wheeler. Okay? Tiffany Hayes is on the bubble. She gonna have to ball out this season. Period. Okay? Los Angeles got lightning quick. Got lightning quick. Okay? With prob- probable starters, Taya Copa. It could be Brittany Sykes or Kennedy Carter.
1: All right option right
0: there, yeah. Woo. Christy Toller is going to be Peter Cottontail. Right. She's going to be picking apart defenses, dropping eggs to Liz Cambage. And now all of a sudden, she got Katie Lou, who has the drawing kick offense this year. LA is going to be a problem. LA is straight from, you know, started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Bottom line. Sure. Now, Indiana stole the draft. Indiana stole a draft. Yeah. the draft. Why is they had they got a whole starting five? baby? they picked Melissa Smith, number two, Emily Angster. One of my faves, Lexi Hall, mm. stole Queen Egbo. Okay, point guard standout Destiny Henderson. Mm-hmm. In the offseason, okay, now she's got a chip on her shoulder. Acquire Bria Hartley from Phoenix. Okay, who needs to show improve this season probably will. To add to Tiffany Mitchell, who has to ball out this year.
1: They're
0: not expected to win this season. And they traded Tierra McGowan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Couldn't wait for her no more.
1: Yeah, that I mean, that's a that's a lot of options and like I mean, you I actually just watched the like the preseason game yesterday was against the Fever in the Sky and yeah, I mean they're rookies, they they have talent, they're new to the league, but they have like the skill set to do something. Queen Egbo I think had like a double double, like 15 points, 10 rebounds. Um, I mean Lexi Hull's out there out there like competing. Um, I, I uh, everyone can all the rookies out there they they're getting a chance here and. I mean, it's it's such a like infusion of new new pieces, new new thoughts, even like new kind of mindsets going into it that. I think that's that's yeah, that's what you want to want from like a team full of rookies that wants to see if anyone here can like really produce and be like a really strong WNBA star or player or just like anywhere higher in the WNBA. And that's that it it, it kind of you like how it looks that yeah, for even me like I definitely like how it looks. So just like this is an opportunity for them, and you're giving them all the chance they can to develop and that that's i think that's what you want when you're like when you're trying to build something again from the start
0: yeah absolutely so i'm really really excited to watch yeah. especially those four teams that are called out you know yeah. teams that are gonna gonna continue to press on you know seattle they got their new gym of course you yeah. know um they're gonna play well they deserve the new gym you know seattle Definitely. Yeah. out of there. They needed to get out of yeah. that, out of, out of that, out of that arena as much as New York needed to get out of the Garden. You know. Oh. So I mean, it's just you know, it's a new and it's a fresh start. You know. Yeah. I'm looking to see what they're going to do, how they're going to, uh, how they're going to reshape. You know, with everything being absolutely new this year. You know, there's a lot of names, but I want to see how they play together this year. Names yeah. um, were together last year, and we fell short. So there's not going to be any bragging on my part about my team this year. They got <laughs> to show and prove. You know, we dropped the ball last year, and I won the championship last year. We should have won it. Mm-hmm. We had the pieces. We had the intricate pieces to win last year, and we didn't. Now we've dismantled everything to only rebuild it. And some people this year have got to put up, put up, put up, put up. You know, we, we got all of these Olympians, and we see you know, all of this stuff that you're putting out there on social media. But can sure. we on the floor and play? Because all of those accolades don't mean anything until we win a championship.
1: Yeah, for sure. Throughout the whole league, I mean, there's just there's just a lot of talent, a lot of like just stories and narratives that of like, just players that you could clearly see that they want to win, they want to get this through, they want to see this whole thing through. Um, and across the league, like every every kind of everything, every team. Every team has somebody that just really wants to show up and just show out and show kind of their worth in the whole like WNBA sphere? And yeah, I definitely agree with like Los Angeles and Atlanta. I think kind of there's veterans there that that want to win and want to be in the playoffs and want their face out there and want want everything they can do to get like to the next step. And it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a great season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now rumors have it that you know various critiques for the WNBA draft, which is always good, you know, but I heard a lot of flack and you know, w and Twitter, WNBA Twitter. Um, when I come at them, it's cause you know, enough is enough. You guys are just not educated enough to be making the tweets that you make. The WNBA draft um, should be an experience for all and not just the top 10 or the first round players. How do you feel about that issue?
1: Yeah. I- it definitely, and I'd love to hear you explain your, your thoughts about this too. But with, I think, just with just how sure everything all is for like these rookies, for these these draftees, or for these college players that have com- completed their whole four or five years or however however many, and they're going to this next step. I, I mean, I would just love to see them just see like New York, see what the the, the profession of like WNBA player is 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 like. It's what what it has. What, what it has, like, it's, it's showing off, like, the WNBA more to these players. Uh, I guess it's just another way to show them that they, why they want to join this league. Um, I mean, these are, like, four-year, five-year talents going through, like, so much of their own, like, professional careers and lives. Um, and this is kind of just, like, a celebration of it. And that'd be great to have. I mean, definitely, like, money logistics-wise, but, like, maybe 12 or 16 of them just kind of come through. Um, just just to be there in person in New York, um, we know like the, the NBA has like so much money. Uh, WNBA is also trying to get there, um, but like just to bring these people in and show them, kind of just like just a, like, again a celebration of their whole kind of college careers. Um, and then of course the, the broadcast itself is fast paced. They're trying to fit it into like an hour, two hour, or whatever time time slot. And so they just slide in names, and you can see like reaction videos online of of a player like just getting drafted just on like the on the little like the scroller the ticker um and not being like not like the announcement itself um and i mean yeah i I just feel like you want to change that you want to get this experience great
0: yeah absolutely i agree 25 years later we got to get it right i was one of those players um who was sitting sitting in virginia waiting waiting for a telephone call Mm. Uh, definitely would have and felt like I deserved an experience like that Um, Mm. anybody who's a potential who's a potential draft uh, should be in the room should be in the building and Mm. get the opportunity to experience all that Uh, we have to stop with um, always you know having it be an experience for who they choose they want to have the experience for and it's just some certain things that are happening that now the general public is starting to recognize because the players aren't going to say anything about it. There's so many things that go on that the players just don't say about it for fear of backlash. But, you know, those days are long gone. Those days are over. And it's about, you know, really speaking up. And, you know, even to myself, I have to get to a point where I start to speak my piece and they they really don't want that. You know, <laughs> there's too much going on that, that needs to be, that needs to come to the light. You know I'm For a respectful sure. individual. I'm God-fearing, and uh, my mother t- you know taught me to be respectful and not speak 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 bad about people. But when people are continually doing things that are not right, then somebody needs to be the voice. And the generation that's here right now, the new generation, they don't play that mess and they put it out there. So I'm gonna join yeah. right along with them because sure. you don't change you don't change things individually. You change things in numbers. So in that's one yeah. things one thing that um that we can definitely we, we could definitely improve on and like i said this year the WNBA averaged 4, 4, 4, 403,000 views up 20% over 2021 um in addition okay so we can't talk about the WNBA not having enough money to give people the experience cuz now you have they announced a 75 million dollar capital raise valuing the league at 1 billion okay sadly the owners have no intent, okay, to immediately use the funds for athlete accommodations such as travel, salary increase, which is the player's fault.
1: <laughs>
0: because you guys are the ones who negotiated it.
1: Assigned it, yeah. Okay?
0: So you're stuck with this salary. So, okay, they're not going to use the funds for travel. They're not going to use it for salary increase, okay? And since the beginning, you know, the players' committee is only set up to take care of certain current and former players. That's got to change. And you need to have a president who's going to make that change. And not a president that's just going to sit there, reap the benefits, while the rest of the people are still struggling. That was my take being on a player committee. Okay? Fight for everybody, and not just for some. Okay? That's another thing that needs to change. In addition... Okay? The former players, and I'm always going to constantly do that. I'm always going to constantly bring Stop the nonsense. Healthcare, retirement, profit sharing, or merchandise. Every jersey worn in the WNBA should be able to be purchased in the WNBA store. But the owners don't want profitability. So we stay in the profit and loss column. And that is why the twenty-two, the 2022 20, season will not have any dollars allocated towards it. It still continues to be a fight. Yeah, yeah, Talk, I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean the, the, the signed CBA definitely looks a lot, a lot tougher like right now than it did probably when, when it was like initially signed. I, yeah, I mean. the the whole the presidents and the whole like the executive committee and um i mean they definitely are are like not the all they don't they don't encapsulate all the players all the range from one to 44 or how many um i i i don't think it was their intent like to like get it so restrictive and so kind of so stuck but um yeah it's i think it's just the nature of just even like at that point like wanting to to make sure there was a, a season that upcoming like in what was it? i think it was like 24 or i forget what whatever year that was but i think they there was like a, probably a need to like they felt probably the pressure of the timeline and wanting to get something signed so something happens um but yeah it, there's there's restrictive parts um and i and again like this it doesn't have to this conversation doesn't have to stop or it's, it's the CBA can be fixed, like amended. And I mean, I don't know all the legal terms or the terminology or everything. But I mean, there, if there's enough push, if there's enough collective, uh, like uncertainty or unsureness about the like the CBA, they could the executive committee can still like step up now and reach out and see what can be amended and could be changed. And the, the 75 million like, like evaluations come through, they could have a better sense of what what it's going to and how it's helping them, if it's not helping them in like the salary or the travel aspect, um, there, there there is, and I'm hoping that there is just conversation constantly happening now with Kathy, with just knowing where this league is and making sure the players aren't getting hit at any part of it, and, and helping helping both sides. That yeah, it, it's it probably is. Yeah, the players need to. We, we want all we all. I think I said I guess fans with WNB Twitter they want we want to see the players kind of just keep growing their side of it and help their part we don't really know all the owners or anything they're not as visible as these players are and of the players we of the stories we know of the basketball we've seen them play so it's it's tough but I mean this conversation has to just keep going and and collectively
0: yeah oh absolutely you know Kathy Engelberg you know I mean I pray for her because she's out there to get her head cut off you know, it. I mean, every every little everything, everything that is, happens, you know, it's it, it, you know, it's a reflection of her. It's a reflection of her. And I'm gonna tell you out here, all these mm. fans out there, you gotta cut that mess out. That woman is does not making any decisions. Okay, it's all of the owners. Whatever they tell her, that's what that's how it is. And there's minimum negotiation once it comes down the pipe, and she has to do exactly what is to, Be it, being told. Now there was no leverage. Now let's back it up. There is levels now. Okay? Athletes Unlimited uncovered the baby. Okay? So now there's levels. There is another place to play. When there is no other place to play, then now all of these things that the league has been suffering for years can continue on, continue on. As long as the WNBA is over here playing games, and athletes unlimited is continuing to grow. Eventually there's going to be a problem. Eventually there's going to be a problem. Because somebody else is going to come up with a million dollar idea. There's owners like Mark Davis all over the world mm. who have the kind of money to invest in a women's basketball league if they so choose, if they so choose. If the WNBA doesn't get themselves together, They're going to find themselves in a secondary place. They're not going to be number one. They're going to be number two, and it's going to happen overnight, and it's going to slap them in the face because they're not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not bringing in the people that can help because they don't want help. It's not a profitable lead. They do not want to show a profit, and that's the problem. Okay, and it continues to be the problem. Until somebody else emerges, and they will.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, for, for sure. That's that's great. That's a great point. I mean, yeah. Again, like throughout this off season, we saw Mark Davis and Josiah kind of just speak out, say the fines that they received, willing to pay the the million dollar contract to the coaches. Um, and then, yeah, AU. It's it's it, it was small. It was as small as the different like players in the league, but the the growth. I mean, the, the social media aspect. The, the the impact that kind of had it, it was there and you could see the players enjoyed it and if fans see that players enjoy it why, why would they want to go like support the the, the place where the, the players are enjoying it more um it, yeah the, that's even if it's not like exactly au but if like maybe if money funding came in really strong to au then that can grow um it, and i i don't know the whole history of it but it feels like what happened with like WNBA and like ABL, you you probably have this like history more down than I do, but it was kind of like the ABL was kind of growing or is getting to like a a better point to try to take the number one spot. And at that point, like that's when like the WNBA was or NBA even like kind of came in to try to make sure that the number one spot still stay within the NBA family. Um, And I if that again, yeah, if a competition or something else comes up. I think it would yeah, put pressure on NBA WNBA to make sure that like yeah instead of the the, the sting the coasting just no, no 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 major profits to to really like put that influx and get that the WNBA league to a, a league that we kind of all know that it can be um even like with financial or any issues but there's a there's a lot there's a higher ceiling that the WNBA can go and I think we all kind of feel it. And yeah, if there's that pressure that could I can start changing things up. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's, it all can get pretty crazy out there. Yeah, absolutely. If
0: you got, you know, your star play is beginning to defect because all of a sudden somebody decided to to to, to invest a whole lot of money in another league um, with, with a better plan and, you know, not having travel issues because you're sitting in one city, which is a better plan than any other than any plan that's been out there. Um, And, uh, you know, you can bring everybody all into one place. Um, they got problems right now. They, they don't see it. They're not discussing it, not talking about it, but I can tell you that. You know, you got ESPN who decided to give AU a contract. and Now turn around, let somebody else dump some money on them and see how players start affecting And overseas will and should always be a viable option. It promotes growth, it promotes development, and financial gain. It is not a supplement to your income. It is financial gain because they pay more over there than they pay here. So let's not get that and people start going, oh, and trying to devalue FIBA and start trying to devalue the Euro Women's League. Let's not do that because that's been, that's always been our bread and butter. Okay. We can't start biting the hand that feeds and start whining and saying, oh, oh, it's overseas. No, overseas is what's kept us and it's going to continue to keep us. And you don't have a damn option in the world. So stop trying to kill that idea. Got some of those players over there in the WNBA. Now let's stop it from the committee, the committee all the way down. Stop putting that idea out there because somebody needs that. You may not need it, but somebody needs it. WNBA has grown, okay? But I can tell you this, they don't wake up, Athletes Unlimited is coming, right along with some other people. Right along with some other people, bringing it back as we approach the 2022 season what things can the WNBA focus on moving forward to improve and then finish up give us some Chicago predictions
1: I appreciate it <laughs> uh, definitely um I mean I guess super improve I mean I guess just to start just I mean an overarching thing that will happen will be to think about is just for, like free Brittany Griner just um, she's still in Russia um if, if it's if it's a push to, to talk about it more to not talk about it more um what other way i i yeah i hope the wnba kind of just knows what direction they want to say and what what they want to speak out their mind out and what they want to do like all all about it because it'll, it'll be an overhanging thing um i they definitely the, the shoe drive that all, all teams committed on something that Brittany griner has always been so personal about and helping with her charity for um so I, yeah, definitely pushing that it makes a lot of sense. Donating shoes and all that, um, but just yeah, there's it's gonna be a, an overarching thing, and it's, I guess it's not really an improvement, but it's just something that WNBA should have an idea what to what to do with with the situation. Um, and I guess just other parts. I mean, like as you said, like travel or injuries, plane travel. Um, it's again, it's a compressed season. It's short. It flies by. Um, the games are pretty con- like constant. Um, they, I think they, they're trying to, with the games like a, a back-to-back or something so players don't have to travel as much. They're still like in that arena or that, that area for a, a, little, a little longer period so they could play like a back-to-back or something. Um, or like a, or a, a home or like two away games or something like that. Um, but yeah, that, that travel, the plane travel, you, uh, we, that, the news report from I think Sports Illustrated about Josiah and the fines and the, the chartered planes and everything... Um, those are kind of the improvements that hopefully can be done with with all like the the with all that we know now about it now and the fines and everything. If that could be kind of improved mid season, in season, at some point there, I think those are kind of just kind of the main two improvements I could see for the W. Um, and I get I, yeah, I guys, I can go. I don't know if you want to speak on that at all or or WB improvements at all.
0: I mean, I, I I put my take out there on, on mm-hmm. things that 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 I feel like improve that can improve. You know, I'm not I'm not at at this point in my life. You know, 26 years uh, the WNBA has been around. It's going to be the 26th season. I'm not really all mm-hmm. about those little small intricate improvements anymore. I need to see mm-hmm. major improvements, and I'm talking about the behind the scene improvements you know, coming from the former player perspective with health insurance and also you know viable programs to you know, carryover programs for players that are transitioning. And I don't care if they're just transitioning or they're still transitioning at this point right now. Okay, we need to have better programs in place for former players. And also we need to have a better situation where um, we, 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 help, we help more in the transition and not be so transparent in the background with, with, with former players. All of that needs to be cleaned up. Um, I could go on and on. My issues are deep. You know, they're not looking. I'm not looking at these little, 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 little improvements that people need. I'm talking about things that are over time, um, that are huge for retirement. I'm talking about things that have to do with the, the, the improvement of people's lifestyles that are played in the league, and especially those that have. And so, until I see those things, then I, then I, then I stop with my heat. You know. Um, but other than that, you know, I want to thank you for mentioning BG. I pray for her all of the time because God is great. Great is our Lord and he's greatly to be praised. And God is in the midst of Britain. She shall not be moved. God will help her and right early. And I put that up all of the time. That is Psalms 46. It's reassurance that she's going to be okay. She's not starving. They're not mistreating her over there. So whatever she has to go through, the process that she has to go through at this point right now, I know that they're concerned about her mental health. I think everything is OK for her. she got to do the time, whatever it is that they say, and then they're going to let her come home. And it's going to be in that order. If they let somebody want one, one person come home, they're going to let her come home, too. And it's going to be a pecking order. However, they're going to let her come home. But they're going to let her come home. You know she's valuable not only to us but she's also valuable to them she's she's done a great service for the country of russia for them to be treating her like a slave or however we may perceive in our mind that they may be treating her they're gonna let her go god's not gonna let her mistreat them 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 mistreat her they're not they're not It'd be a different story if she was just a regular Joe. Smoke, passion through that country, and she did that. It'd be a different story. She'd be under the jail. She'd be under. She'd be under the under the jail. Okay, she got value, and they're gonna do something about it. We just gotta be patient, and we gotta be smart enough to know that silence is golden. It's not that we don't care, but we already know how they feel about her and her livelihood. Why do we want to keep on shedding light to her? Why do we want to keep on making comments about her wife when they know that it's a problem? Shut your track. <laughs> When My coach told me, Fred Williams. <laughs> oh my God, so silence is golden. Every single time I wanted to bark. Every single time I, I felt like I wanted to say something. Every single time I was going to open up my mouth and burn myself, he said, silence is golden. I appreciate that. And remember, download the WNBA State of Mind, like it, share it on your podcast player. we you know it's always great to have you on my show. Yeah, absolutely. Always great. It's always going to be fire. You know, every time we collab, I get more than 250 tweets. Are you kidding me? Anything you want to say to the people? Anything we could expect from you, from the Shy Show, before we close it out?
1: Um, no, I mean, I'm just, and my social medias on, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is, of course, the biggest thing WNBA Twitter uh, at the Sky Show Shy. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely try to get stuff percolating. Um, I know I made like a community, like a Twitter community, just kind of Sky Town fans, Sky, Chicago Sky fans together. Um, again, a lot of big things are going to happen in Chicago. The repeat season, um, All-Star game gonna be there. Um, I mean, definitely getting like in face-to-face interaction would be great too. Even with like all of WNBA Twitter, Um, I'll I'll see if I could try, like maybe try setting those things up for like during All-Star or anything like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's it's just all me trying to build this community, get get out there, get people knowing about just Chicago Sky, the WNBA, the great players, the great league that it is. So. Yeah, that, that's just, just me. <laughs> Thank you, Goody. Thanks for having me again.
0: And you're listening to a WNBA state of mind. I got my guy B over here with me. <laughs> I show shy, you know, chopping it up. Did you just say
1: the repeat season? Oh, yeah. It's like, back to back. It's a, back a, to back. Right there for you. It's the back to back.
0: Season. That's how they coming at us this year. For that, oh, yeah. Shy. <laughs> Sammy Sosa, peace out. All my people. My <laughs> Stay tuned.
1: Back to back.